Hello and welcome to the Achieve Your Goals podcast, the show that empowers you to wake up to your full potential and achieve your biggest goals and dreams. I am your host, Hal Elrod, and I invite you to join us each week as we share actionable strategies to take your life to the next level, as well as interview world-class experts and entrepreneurs who have achieved extraordinary goals themselves, and we ask them to give you a peek behind the curtain and teach you exactly what you need to do to do the same. Ready? Here we go. Welcome to the Achieve Your Goals podcast. Hey, it's Hal Elrod. Thank you for being here today. Goal achievers and members of the Miracle Morning community, I appreciate you so, so, so much. And uh, today is a conversation with a good friend of mine, someone I've been friends with for about seven years now, I think. And we do this usually once or twice a year. I bring him on the podcast and we host a live training. So we have a live training coming up on April 19th, which I I won't tell you about that now. You'll hear a little bit about it during our conversation today. But well, I guess I can tell you if you do want to join the live training or get the info, go to self-publishingschool.com forward slash Hal. That is self-publishingschool.com forward slash Hal. That training is on how to go from blank page, meaning you got nothing written down, to published author in as little as 90 days. And Chandler's helped hundreds of members of the Miracle Morning community do exactly that. Chandler is the CEO of Self-Publishing School and the founder. He is just recently named a Forbes 30 under 30, and he's the author of seven best-selling books, including his most recent book titled Published. And self-publishing school is an Inc. 5000 company for the last three years in a row, which means it's one of the 5,000 fastest growing companies in the United States. Today, we're going to talk about how writing a book can change your life and specifically how using your miracle morning can be one of your greatest assets, your greatest resources to write a book. The irony is I wrote The Miracle Morning during The Miracle Morning. So Chandler is going to kind of address today how applying your Miracle Morning to writing a book can help you get it done faster and that you're already possibly further along than you might even realize as a Miracle Morning practitioner. All right, before we dive into this conversation with Chandler, I want to just take a minute or two to thank our sponsor, Organifi. If you've got a busy schedule, which I know I do, it can be hard to get all your nutrients on the go. Even if you had a lot of time to juice vegetables, eat massive salads, you may not love the taste of you know dark leafy greens or all of the healthy foods that are out there. And I think we all know that a lack of nutrition can lead to low energy, it can lead to bad moods, and all sorts of long-term issues. And that is why Organifi makes it easy to fill your life with more nutrition using delicious superfood blends. You just add a scoop to a glass of water to energize and nourish your day with carefully picked adaptogens, fruits, vegetables, medicinal mushrooms, and more. It's one of the easiest and fastest ways to make a healthy choice that will improve your life immediately, every single day. Head over to Organifi.com forward slash Hal, that is O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I, Organifi.com forward slash Hal, and then use the code Hal at checkout, H-A-L, and you will get 20% off your order as a listener of the Achieve Your Goals podcast and a member of the Miracle Morning community. Anything else to announce before we dive into this conversation with Chandler? Oh, no. What was I going to say? I forgot. Well, I do want to mention the app, the Miracle Morning app. I don't want to forget that in case you're not aware. We finally launched a Miracle Morning app that is available now in the App Store and for Android. Any other announcements to make? I think that's it. I think that's it. All right. Without further ado, 
a conversation with one of my favorite people. Literally, I, I always tell him he is one of my favorite human beings. He's just, he's such a good person and he's so fun and he's so funny and he's so smart. And I think you're going to get a taste of all of that during today's conversation on how you can use your Miracle Morning to write a book that changes your life and the lives of the people. Chandler Bolt, it is good to see you, my friend. How Elrod, great to be here. Dude, it's good to see you because I actually know now that you're not like four states away in California. You're 30 minutes away from me in Austin, Texas, man. Talk about that. What, uh, what, tell, tell us about the move. Yeah, so just moved to Austin, Texas. I just pretty much do what Hal does. Uh, <laughs> and <laughs> I, want, I want to be Hal when I grow up. So uh, yeah, just I just moved here to Austin, Texas. Just bought a place. It's about to start a remodel. I'm excited to be here. The early pitch from you is, hey, you can pay for your dream home in tax savings. Exactly. Uh, so uh, so here we are. And um, but t- for the record, you know, this is when I meet people here, and they say, well, where did you move from? I say, well, I'm from South Carolina. Yeah. There you go. All right. I have to mention the California part. I just temporarily live there. (laughs) It's funny when I first moved here from California, which was like six years ago, I, uh, you know, you'd get some people go, ah, you go back to California. You know, we don't need you here. It's like, you know, most that, that, and actually that's, that's not a fair representation of Texans. I I think most are very welcome, you know, glad you made it. But there was the occasional stink eye, I think. That I was from California. Yeah, I was going to say because you you've got way more of what sounds like a southern accent than than anybody else coming from California. So you can play it off <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I'm from South Carolina. <laughs> um, so here's what I want to do. This is your like 700th time on the podcast, right? Now, I don't know how many times, but two things I want to do. I want to establish. I just want to say this: the reason that Chandler is the first person whose like business and program I ever endorsed, literally. You know, years ago, 2014, I think, 15, something like that, is because writing and self publishing The Miracle Morning was the most life changing decision I ever made. And then when Chandler started self publishing school and he started helping people to do that, which, you know, I didn't really have the, the teaching. I didn't know how to tell someone how to do it. I just said, you should do it. it it's, it's a game changer. Chandler, I really believe in what you're doing. And so before we get into the how to write a book, why to write a book, all of that, couple things. Well, I already mentioned the webinar, or I will have mentioned the webinar we're doing in the introduction that I'm going to record after this. But I want to start with where you are now. You know, we we usually start with like your history and and you know and some tragedy you endured when you were younger, and that's really valuable. But I really I just want to start with where you are now and actually work our way backwards. Kind of a different approach than we've taken in the past. Does that sound good? Yeah, sounds great. All right. So right now, tell us about self-publishing school. Like right now, where is self-publishing school? How, how has it grown? Uh, you're the founder and CEO, right? What's your team look like? Like, I'm really, I'm just curious how many people are helping write books. Let's start with yeah. the day. So self-publishing school, um, we're an online education company. We help people write and publish books that grow their impact, their income and their business. If they have one using a book. And so where we're at today, um, we published, published about 6,000 books in the last seven years. So how you were one of the earliest supporters. And we, at this point, we had to have, we've had to have published hundreds of books from the Miracle Morning community, if not more than a thousand. We've had more people join from the Miracle Morning community than anywhere else. And so we've published thousands of books. We're on a, on a journey and a path towards publishing a hundred thousand books by 2035. That's kind of the big, the big mission, the big goal, um, about 30 something, uh, full-time employees, like mid thirties, full-time employees, handful of contractors, 
And we've been on the Inc. 5000 list last few years in a row as one of the fastest growing companies in the US. I just got Forbes 30 under 30. Um, nice. And then uh, just published a brand new book, the second edition of my book published. And so this is already, we've already moved a bunch of copies and then kind of full circle moment when I spoke at Best Year Ever the last time and we auctioned off that dinner, Rachel Richards, just an example of someone from the Miracle Morning yeah. Community, who uh, she she read the first version of this book and published her book. So this kind of cool ripple effect of the people in the Miracle Morning community, they've even, they've even published books without even joining self-publishing school. Like there's, there's a bunch of those too. So that's been yeah. really cool to see. And how old are you for everybody? Else? How young are you? Yeah, 28. You're 28. I was talking to Ursula. I go, she goes, I think he's 30. I go, I don't think he's even 30 yet. Uh, and I met you when you were, I think, 20, right? Is that when we met? Something like that. 21, 22, somewhere in that range. Yeah. That's Maybe 20. It might have been 20. I think it was 20. <laughs> I remember we went out to dinner. I don't remember if you were able to have a drink or not. I don't know. <laughs> it, was, it was 20 or 21. Uh, dude, I've watched your journey. You know, we've been friends since then. And I've watched your journey. And yeah, I mean, it's it's incredible. And I watched you featured in, you know, the 30 under 30. And before that, what was it? What was the first big feature you had? I remember I just was so proud of you when I saw that article. Mm-hmm. It was in a magazine. Uh, maybe Business Insider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe and it was, what was the title? Or... What was the headline for that? It was like... College dropout creates a business on track to do a million dollars and that sort of thing. Talk about how we were changing the publishing industry. Yeah, that's yeah. Of it was it was fantastic, man. So I just I I love what you're doing. I obviously really really believe in you, and I think it's important for my community. I think they know I don't bring anyone or anything to you unless I I personally have a really uh, heartfelt belief in in what what it is that you're doing. So all right, let's dive into the content for people. Why should the person listening to this right now write a book? Yeah. So I believe that books change lives, right? If you're listening to this right now, how many of you have had your life changed by a book? Probably almost everyone, right? So books change the lives of readers, and they also change the lives of authors. We always say it's not about the book. It's about who you become in the process of writing and publishing Hmm. um, that book, right? And so books change lives. I've had my life changed by the miracle morning, (laughs) Right. And how many of you may be listening to this? You found this podcast, you found how because of this book. Right. And that book for me, I was just on a podcast interview yesterday. They said, Hey, most impactful book um, you've ever read. And I said, or it was like one that turned me on to reading. And I said, Okay, well, you know, maybe like Rich Dad, Poor Dad, because my dad handed me that book when I was 16 years old. But then I'd say, Secondly, is, is the Miracle Morning, because the reason I read so many books is because I implemented the Miracle Morning. And yeah. I used to not read. And so I think that's what I think is, is, is so cool about the overlap here is that if you're already implementing the Miracle Morning, then you can, you can either use that to read books or to write books or both. Yeah. You've already got kind of that discipline. And that's one of the things we love about working with people in the more Miracle Morning community is because it's almost like it's this cheat code to make <laughs> faster progress on your book. And so that's why I believe people should write books. And not only that, but if you're looking to start or grow a business, a book is in my opinion, it's the best thing that you can do to grow your business. If, if you strategically do it to add value and to bring in more leads, sales, and referrals um, for yeah. your business. And I mean, I can tell you that I wrote The Miracle Morning out of a sense of responsibility to share it with people. I thought this thing changed my life. Everyone I've shared it with, which was primarily my, my coaching clients back then, it is transforming their lives. And none of them were morning people. And I wasn't a morning person. And if it changed their life and my life, it could change anybody's life. And I was, you know, no one knew who I was. Like when you wrote your first book, nobody knew who you were, right? But it's amazing how that act of 
putting your story and your wisdom into the form of a book and then putting it out there in the world can be the catalyst that creates so much opportunity for you. You could, you and I could never have imagined where we are now. And it all traces back to that first book that we wrote and self-published, right? We didn't wait for some big publisher to give us permission that we could write a book and they would give us a deal. No, we just, we took it in our own hands. So in terms of why people should write a book, I'm totally on board with you. And I think that there's multiple reasons, right? I know you've said that whether it's your business, which you kind of talked about, or just to leave a legacy, right? If you have a message you want to leave with your kids, like my our good friend, you you know, Chip Franks. Um, Chip, Chip wrote a book called, I'm not looking at it right now, but I think it's something like Life Lessons from Dad. And he literally, and it's like an 800 page book. I mean, Chip's a prolific writer, but he literally wrote this. He didn't care if he sold a single copy. He said, I want to leave the most valuable lessons that I've learned since none of us know, you know, what days are last. He said, I want to leave the most valuable lessons that I've learned for my kids. And of course, that book has also sold copies and earned him some income and and helped a lot of other people as well. But whether it's to leave a legacy, whether it's to build your business, create another source of income. And the last thing I'll say on that is when I wrote The Miracle Morning, or I should say when I got cancer and I was in the hospital, The Miracle Morning paid all of my bills for my family and allowed us to keep the lights on in our house and a roof over our head and the mortgage paid uh, when I couldn't work, when I was incapacitated. And so again, these are all just reasons that I'm such a big believer in why everybody should write a book. You know, I like, I can't think of a good reason not to. (laughs) So how do you choose which idea to write about if you have too many ideas? I think that's a big, people go, gosh, I have so many ideas and so many stories and I've had different careers and jobs and expertise. How, How do you decide when you have so many ideas? Yeah. And, and so we're going to dive into this a little bit more on the training as well. So um, guys show up on the training uh, on the night. Yeah, mention that. Give the details yeah. real quick. I don't have it in front of me. Yeah. So we're going to do a live training, How and Myself. It's on April 19th. If you're listening to this after that, you can go to the same link and just get the replay. But I think it's self-publishingschool.com forward slash how. You can register there. We'll dive deep into... How, we're going to actually make progress on your book. So we'll get started with your book. And then we're going to talk about how to market the book successfully to generate royalties or clients. And so we'll kind of walk through a big part of the process and you'll leave there with progress on your book. Now, one of the things we'll talk about in more detail and this exactly what you just asked about how is there's probably people who are in one of three camps. Either you're thinking, I don't know what I want to write about. Mm. I've got way too many ideas or I've got an idea and and I'm confident in that. Now, if you're in the too many ideas camp, and I would think about, you know, if you're, if you're an entrepreneur or if like, what do people come to you for advice on? Mm-hmm. Or if you're an entrepreneur, what are the broken record conversations that you keep having with every new cl- client or prospect? The best way to stop talking about that thing is <laughs> to write a book on it, right? Mm-hmm. And then point to that book. And oh, by the way, that book will be one of the best things you ever do to grow your business. So probably similarly how you said, you know, you're, you, when you first wrote your book, it was for your coaching clients. I would assume that some of the curriculum and content in that book is just conversations that you are having that you're getting asked about and maybe a common theme that you saw in your coaching. That's one of the best ways to do it because it's solving a need for the people that you're already helping and you're able to do it in, in a more scalable way because that's the thing about a book. I call it leveraged impact, right? You're, you're able to crystallize the knowledge that you have 
into a book. And then that book goes on to impact thousands, tens of thousands, maybe even millions of people. So it brings leverage to what you're doing and helps you go from one to one to one to many. Mm. Uh, I like that. So one of the things that are the training that we're doing on the 19th, the topic, which you gave me, right, is how to go from blank page to published author in as little as 90 days. I think that right. Mm -hmm. How do you write a book in a short amount of time? You know, for people that are, I think that's one of the biggest excuses, objections is I'm too, I'm so busy. Like, I I don't know where I could write a book. And I know you mentioned that that's one thing. The Miracle Morning community has a little bit of an advantage is like, no, 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 you already wake up early. And that's when I wrote my book. I wrote the Miracle Morning during my Miracle Morning. Well, how do you write a book in a short amount of time? Yeah. So first thing you've got to decide to make this a priority. Okay. So there's a, uh, I talk about this in my new book. I talk about deciding why you want to write this book and then deciding why now. Mm. Okay. And your why might be to grow your business. It might be, this is a passion project. It might be, I want to share this experience that I had. Maybe it's just something where you say, Hey, long after I'm off this earth, I want this book to be here. So that's your why. And you can put that, you can put that up in front of you so that you see it so that that'll inspire you to make consistent progress. So that's kind of the inspiration. Then the miracle morning, I think can be a part of the implementation of that, where you carve out some of your miracle morning, the scribing piece, yeah, <laughs> right? And maybe instead of journaling, you're writing your book. And that's a, that's a piece of uh, your morning routine. And so I think that's the why. The miracle morning is a little bit the how, but then the why now, I think that is so important. And because if you don't have a strong why now, it's like kind of like they say, if, what's the saying? It's like, people don't change until the pain of staying the yeah. same is, is greater than the pain of changing. Yeah. And when that happens, they will change. And so I think similarly with this book, if, if the pain of not writing it just gets higher than the pain of writing it, and the why now is so strong, then you'll write the book. And so that's how you make it a priority. And then on this training, we'll get a little bit more into the trenches on specifically steps you can take and you'll actually leave with progress on your book. For me, I like what what my why that I finally got to was I'm being selfish. This is what motivates me. I go, I'm being selfish by not being disciplined to get this done. Every day that I don't write is a day that someone who could benefit from the miracle morning is missing out. And at that point, I had already, I had literally gotten emails from people that I had shared the miracle morning with, like in speeches, who had said, mm-hmm. the miracle morning saved me from committing suicide. And uh-huh. so, like that, you know, and then other ones that was like, the miracle morning saved my marriage or the miracle, you know, all these really profound results. And I thought, how could I not share this when someone else is having the same struggle and they need this, you know, and whatever yeah. message you have, whatever story you have. Uh, and sometimes that's just your story. It's you went through this adversity, you overcame it. And then just sharing that with someone else gives them the courage and the confidence that, mm. that they can do the same. And so to me, that's, mm. you know, the why can be selfish for sure. It could be like, I want to create a book. So I have a source of passive income and grow my business. Absolutely. Or it can be selfless. I want to help others or there's nothing wrong with it being both, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, yes, yeah. I want to help others. And I also want to create a, you know, a, a source of passive income. Or one of my mm. former coaches used to say that a book is just a brochure on steroids. Hmm. Right. And I love that. I'm like, yeah, that's really true. Right. Like when you give out a brochure, people are like, yeah, cute. And then they throw it away. You give them a book, they don't throw that away. In yes. fact, I remember when I wrote my first book, a lot of people don't even know I have, I wrote a book called Taking Life Head On. That was my first book in 2006. It came out. And I remember I, I and then I became a college speaker and I would call all these colleges and I would pitch myself and I would get a lot of like, yeah, yeah, you know, 
you know, maybe call me later, like we'll check back six months, whatever. And I would always say, Hey, as a thank you for even just considering, you mind giving me your address, right? Or I'd have their address from the website. I would say, can I send you a signed copy of, of my book as a thank you? Mm. And they'd mm. go, yeah, of course. Sure. Right. And I would send a signed copy and it had a brochure in it, like as a bookmark. But I remember this woman called me like two months later. And at that time I was earning like $2,000 a speech. And she called me back and she said, Hey, I, we have a budget of $6,000. I get called from speakers all the time, but you're the only one that sent me a copy of your book. And it's been sitting here on my shelf for the last couple of months. A few days ago, I finally took it home. It's just been staring at me. I finally took it home and I read it. And she goes, my students have got to hear your story. Mm. Again, not my framework, yeah. not my, and that's what a lot of people I think struggle with is like, well, I have a story, but I'm not like an expert. She brought me in because her students didn't hear my story and she paid me $6,000, like three times what I was used to all because I had written a self-published book. And that, that one speech paid for all my editing costs and my proofreading, you know what I mean? Like, you know, and then from there, of course, everything, you know, just, it just kept going, but. That's amazing, man. That's so I love that you do that because I think it's, we are very aligned in that. And I send people books and stuff all the time because it's, you got to zig when other people are zagging. And this is an analog way to get in front of people. And you've inspired me in a bunch of different ways. I feel like I was talking about this on a different podcast. I, I just shout you out on all these podcasts. That you're I love sharing, it. Because the Miracle Morning changed my life. Uh, and then you've inspired me in a lot of ways as an author and just as a human. So I loved, I remember when we went to Cafe Gratitude in San Diego and you sparked up a conversation with the waiter and somehow it comes up about the American morning. You said, hold on, let me go to the car. I go, let me (laughs) grab you a copy of the book. And that just always stuck with me. And so when I, when I released this book, I've just started carrying, yeah, published I've just started carrying around books and, and it's just, you've really inspired Cause I think a book can help you become more of a pillar in your community and yeah. can create a local change, mm. which sometimes is like, you're doing all this stuff online. You're thinking about changing the world. Yeah. Yeah. And it's cool, but you don't see it. So sometimes you don't feel the, the true impact, but when, you know, I start, I started feeling this where it's, Oh, oh, I'm looking at houses and I give the person a book. I'm going to the chiropractor. I give them a book and like all that stuff. And it's just, that really inspired me. And and, and you start to see that change. And then you've also inspired me to do a lot of podcast interviews. I'm in heavy promotion for my book published that just came out and I'm three to five podcast interviews a week. Like that's, that's kind of what you've done and what's worked really well. So I'm doing a lot of that. And then the final thing, and and maybe you get this sometimes, but it's so funny because you know, I've written seven books and I, I wouldn't introduce myself as an author. You know, I kind of see myself as, as an entrepreneur, right? And, yeah, yeah. and uh, I was, I was uh, an example of this. I was given a, a, a book out. I was looking at someone's home and I said, oh yeah, apparently my realtor had introduced me as an author. Yeah. Uh, and which I would never uh, introduce myself that way. But it's so funny because he said, yeah, you know, we're going to dinner tonight with some people who love books. They're going to be so excited that an author is looking at them. <laughs> <laughs> And he's like, and because I think an author lives near them too. And it just was like this crazy moment of realizing, hold up. Wow, this is this is really cool. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't think about this enough that in, in the minds of most people, when you become an author, you become an authority, right? Where the, mm. the root word of authority is author. You can't spell the word authority without yeah. the word author. And so uh, that was just kind of a cool representation of just, you know, one of the many ways that you've inspired me. 
That well, that, that's interesting. I don't think of it that way either in terms of author, right? So you got you got movie star, you got singer, and then you got author, right? You know, like, <laughs> you know, it is, and it is funny too. I also relate with you. It took me so long to introduce myself as author. I felt like such a phony imposter. I think I, I think I, you know, I sold ten thousand copies of Miracle Morning before I finally was like, I'm an author, I guess, right? Like I wrote a book. Yeah. Does that make me yeah. an author? I don't know. You know, <laughs> interesting. All right, so let's move into. We talked about writing the book, about coming up with your idea, figuring that out. How do you successfully launch a book? And I think I'm asking, especially for folks who aren't great at marketing or they don't have a big email list and they haven't launched something like this before. Like, how, and that might be an intimidating part. Is like, oh, well, maybe I could write it, but I don't know how to get anybody to read it. Like, how do you launch a book? Yeah. So I'll never forget when you know I was trying to trying to get my business off the ground and trying to sell books and that sort of thing. And um, I got some advice from a mentor who said, because I was just struggling. And they, he said, Chandler, you need to learn how to become friends with Sam. And I said, well, hold up. Who's Sam? And why do I need to know him? And he said, Sam is sales and marketing. Uh, and if you don't, if, if you don't learn this, you will continue to struggle. Yeah. But if you do, you can write your own paycheck. You'll sell as many books as you want. You know, all those things. And so I remember it was, a, I got that advice and said, okay, that sounds like a really good plan. There's only one problem. I don't like sales and marketing. Yeah. And so maybe you're listening to this right now and you're thinking, yes, that's me. I would, I would love to just write this book and then not have to market it. That's uncomfortable. Yeah. It pushes me outside of my comfort zone, right? Well, good news. Uh, you're human. That's normal. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and, but I, I will really challenge this and say, you don't and give the advice that my mentor gave me. You don't have to like it, but you do have to learn it. Uh. Woo. <laughs> oh, you don't have to God. like it, but you do have to learn it. And so that's the first step is, is putting on your figurative marketing hat and saying, I am committing to marketing this book. And, yeah. and I think you use great kind of language here. How is like, okay, if I want this book to change the world, and change the lives of even, let's just call it a thousand people. Yeah. And if I believe in this book, then it is your moral obligation mm -hmm. to market that book. Because yeah. if that book's going to make people's lives better, well, you got to tell people about it. And if you build it, they will not come. Yeah. You have to tell them about it, yeah. right? And telling them about it is learning marketing and then getting very specific. It's things like a launch team, it's things like getting reviews on your book. It's things like the promotions around the launch week of your book. And these are kind of all things that we'll get into real detail on, on the training. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I want to actually, I want to reframe for anybody listening. This is big for me because believe it or not, I don't like sales and marketing. And which is weird because my, I started at age 19 in selling Cutco Cutlery, right? But what I realized is that sales has, if you're not in sales, or even if you are in sales, there's there's a certain I think perception of what selling is, right? I have to convince somebody to do something that they may or may not want to. Ugh, eat. I don't. That doesn't feel good. That feels uncomfortable. This is the way I view selling, or, or yeah, really viewing selling. And even when I was in sales doing Cutco, it's I'm just going to enthusiastically and sincerely tell you about my product or program or book, and I'm going to just I'm going to just tell you about it. And, and then I'm going to let you know, like, hey, you have there, there. You do not need to buy this. If it's a great fit, awesome. If not, no worries. And I always would start my Cutco presentation with that. I go, hey, just so you know, I'm going to show you Cutco. It's high quality kitchen cutlery. And just to be really clear, 
I don't consider myself a salesperson. Like, I guess technically I am, but I'm just going to show this to you. I'm going to let you try it out. If it's a good fit, awesome. If you like it, great. But like zero pressure. This is not a, you know, this is totally about what's best for you. That sound fair? And they'd be like, yeah. And then they'd feel like, oh, I don't feel, I have to feel pressure. There's no yeah. pressure. Yeah. And I, and, and I would just get, I would just authentically be like, check this out. Da, 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 da. You know, and when I talk about Miracle Morning, it's the same thing. I'm like, I'm just going to tell you about my miracle morning and how it came to be and how it changed my life. And, you know, if it's a good fit for you, awesome. If not, no big deal. Yeah. So, so really, like to me, selling is just authentically and enthusiastically talking about something that you believe mm-hmm. in mm. and, and, and letting the person know that there is zero pressure for them to, yes. to buy it. Yes. And then like when you look at it that way, it's like, well, that's not really uncomfortable. Yeah. It's actually pretty easy, you know? Yeah. Um, selling is serving and, yeah. and, se- and sales is a transfer of enthusiasm. Yeah, right? which I think yeah. you're you're world class at. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, buddy. Moving further, how do you use books to grow a business? And more specifically, how have you, Chandler, used books to grow self publishing school? Because again, when you wrote your first oh, yeah. book, you were you were in sales. You were you know what was the uh, painters? What's the name of the company? Yeah, student painters. Yeah, student painters. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So so how do you use book? How can someone use books to grow their business? And how have you done it specifically? Yeah, I love this question, and I think this is real, really specific stuff that to my knowledge, we've never talked about on this podcast. And so I look at using a book to grow a business in three ways. And and so I'll give kind of the overarching framework and I'll talk about specifically how I've done it at self-publishing school. So I look at using a book uh, to get more leads, more sales, more referrals. Okay. Those three buckets. So leads, these are people who hear about you because of your book, right? So for example, my book published that just came out. So there's a bunch of people who never know about self-publishing school, but they hear about this book, they read it, they book a call with my team, they sign up for self-publishing school, right? So that leads people who hear about you because of the book. Sales, these are people who already know about you, but decide to do business with you because of your book, right? And then number three is referrals. So turning customers into active referrers, right? And so I'll, I'll kind of unpack those last two. So sales... Chances are, if you're listening to this and you have a business, you have some sort of sales process or funnel. You've got traffic that leads to a lead or someone calling you that leads to either them buying or maybe booking an appointment, either showing up or not, signing up or not, et cetera. Right? You can use a book at any or all parts of that process to get more people to opt in, to get more people to show up to your trainings or to your appointments or things like that. And again, root word of authority is author. You're becoming an authority throughout that process, which means that all parts of that funnel will go up and your conversion rate sales process will go up. right? And then thirdly, use a book to get more referrals. This is kind of what exactly what you did, how in sending a book to a meeting planner or someone that can book you on their stage. But I look at, and I think any business owner, if you write a book, send two copies to every new customer. Mm -hmm. One for them and one for someone you know who needs help with yeah. or someone they know who needs help with the problem that you solve, right? And so now all of a sudden, a book is a new business card, people say. Well, I think a book is better than a business card. It's exactly what you said earlier, Hal. You know, you give someone a business card, they're going to throw it away almost immediately. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but if you give them a, a, a book, which is really a $4 business card, well, they're going to keep it. And every time they see it, they think of you and just like that, that uh, woman that said, hey, that book was staring at me. I finally read it. 
and then booked you to speak, right? So it's just such a powerful thing where people can refer you business by really just adding value to others and sharing about your book. So that's the overarching framework. And then specifically how I've done it at Self-Publishing School, the first edition of my book published. And so I don't think people can see the video, but there's the first edition and there's the second edition. The first edition has generated millions of dollars uh, in sales for Self-Publishing School over the last few years. And that's a big part of why I wrote the second edition is because I know it's one of the best things that I can do um, to grow the business. And so I really see that as generating tens of millions of dollars uh, for the business over the next few years, because it's just, it's more structurally designed to turn readers into subscribers and paying customers. Mm. And then we use it and give it away all over the place (laughs) when I'm going to speaking gigs and all that stuff. That's great. And by the way, I'm doing a Miracle Morning 10-year anniversary edition. I think I told you this year. So I, I need to, you know, I'll, I'm going to reach out to you and say, okay, what did you learn, you know, in redoing your book? What did you do right? What anything you would have done differently? I'm going to I'm going to hit you up for uh, from some tips on that. Yeah, um, yeah, and the Miracle Morning, you know, one of the things when I wrote it for me personally was I had always I I had a dream of being a uh, keynote speaker. And specifically, there was a, a number in mind. It was ten thousand dollars per speech. That was like the kind of the top guys, or not the top guys, but like you know, that was like you had you had made it. You were a legitimate ten thousand dollar per speech speaker. And when I wrote the Miracle Morning, part of my intention was I was mentioning, oh yeah, I give speeches on this, and and at that time I was speaking at colleges. And then that my entire speaking career for the last ten years, every speech I give is on the Miracle Morning. From a CEO or a leader, an executive that read the book. And like, again, it's the brochure, right? It's, oh, wow, my team needs to hear this. So, whatever it is, whatever, if you have a business, your product, your service, if that is the reason you're writing a book, right? Again, if it's just legacy, ignore this part. No, no big deal. <laughs> but if you want to start a business or you want to grow your business, everything Chandler said, it can be one of the best tools to do that. All right, before I ask you for your parting advice, I just want to mention to everybody just a reminder. Really in- inviting you to join us for this free live training. We usually do this once or twice a year. I, I do this with Chandler every year because we have new members of the Miracle Morning community. We have people that might have not gone to the trainings before because the timing of writing a book wasn't right for them. Although when's it ever right? It never is right. Right now, you might go, okay, you know what? This is I, I want to dive deeper into this. I really want to get serious about writing a book. And there's a great quote around that, which is, "If if not now, when?" Right? If not now, when? You know, there's so many things that we put off and put off and put off and put off and put off. And then, you know, there's just no better time than now usually to, to get started. Uh, so the free live training on how to go from blank page to published author in 90 days is April 19th at 12 p.m. Eastern. And you can re- it's totally free. You can register right now at self-publishingschool.com forward slash Hal. Again, that is self-dash, little dash mark, self-publishingschool.com forward slash Hal. And I will be on there as well as Chandler. And uh, and again, this is a very... Today's just a conversation. That's a very structured training that Chandler has run. And as he said, we've had hundreds of members, if not over a thousand members of the Miracle Morning community that have attended those trainings in the past. And now they are published authors. So last but not least, what is your parting advice for people who want to write a book? And um, let's go from there. Yeah, it's, it's exactly what you just said, how it's, there's never going to be a perfect time. I think a lot of times uh, we think writing a book, it's on the maybe someday list. It's on the maybe next year list. And so may, maybe you're listening to this now and you've been dreaming about this book for years. 
Maybe you're listening to this now and you're like, this is the second or third time I've heard Chandler talk with Hal about this. And I've I've always kind of been like, oh yeah, maybe later. Uh I would just encourage you. There's never going to be a perfect time. A lot of times people think, oh, there's going to be this perfect time where I've got no job, no kids, (laughs) no business, no responsibilities. And that's when I'm going to write my book. Well, bad news that's never going to happen. <laughs> you're going to have to get started before you're ready. And there's never a better time than now. So um, get started with the book. Join us on the training on April 19th. Or if you're listening to this after that, you can go to that same link and grab the replay. Um, and that's going to be really helpful to help you make some progress and get moving. Awesome. Well, Chandler, I just I actually haven't told you this today. I always remind you that you're one of my favorite people. Usually when we get started in any conversation. So I just, I love, I love getting time with you. It doesn't feel like work at all. And so I'm looking forward to it. Today was fun. Looking forward to the 19th. Looking forward to, uh, to coming to visit you uh, at your new place. Once it's renovated, I'm not, I'm not going there until it's, <laughs> until, until it's hey, a lot We're going to get out on the lake. We're going to yeah. do some wake surfing. Uh, uh, it's going to be a good time. It. I love it, brother. Well, hey, man, I love you. Thank you for, uh, for taking the time today. And uh, I'm looking forward to the training on the 19th. Again, everybody, self-publishingschool.com forward slash Hal. And uh, it's totally free. And uh, we'll see you there. Yes, sir. Thanks for listening. To learn more about the Achieve Your Goals podcast and to get access to today's show notes, transcript, and exclusive content from Hal Elrod, visit halelrod.com forward slash podcast. Thanks again for joining us. Be sure to tune in next week for another episode of the Achieve Your Goals podcast. 